Forgotten is a new podcast about hundreds of young women who have disappeared and turned up dead in Juarez, Mexico, right across the border from El Paso, Texas. It's a story about borders, migration, and corruption. We talk to victims' families, FBI agents, and a former U.S. ambassador to understand why these crimes have remained unsolved. Listen to Forgotten Women of Juarez on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Open your hearts, loosen your butts. It's time for Couples Therapy. Yeah. This podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's You know, that felt good, Andy. <laughs> hey, felt- everyone. Hey, it did. It felt nice. Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name's Andy. And I am Naomi. And we are a real-life couple, a real-life couple of comedians. And on Couples Therapy, we bring you the very best sets from our live show, where we have comics who are close to sets together about their relationship. And you might ask yourself, long-time listeners, why did Naomi and I say the, the catchphrase, the tagline together? <laughs> why? Because tomorrow is our 10-year anniversary. A decade of love. (laughs) And I think it's so important to do things together, Mm -hmm. to honor, to honor that time. Yes. You got to you got to go places together, you travel together, cook together. You got to speak at the same time. You have to say your catchphrase together. If you want it to last. Yeah. And I just feel, you know, Andy, I just feel so close to you. I feel so close to you lately. Do you want to sing the Fraser theme song together? Sure. Now hey baby, baby, I hear the blues. <laughs> hey baby, I don't know. I thought now baby, yeah, it could be. Hey baby, hey baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Yeah, <laughs> and, and maybe, maybe I seem a bit confused, but baby, I got you pegged. But I don't know what to do with those toss salads and scrambled eggs. What am I gonna do? <laughs> they call me again. Boop. That's so funny. We just chose to do that. I didn't think we, I don't know why. You know why. You know why I did it? Because you tell why? me to be more loose and to improvise more to say yes. Yes. But then I remember too, I never liked Frazier. That was not a, not a program, <laughs> but I feel like I would always just catch the, because would they play that at the end too? Yes. That was only at the end. Only this. So okay, I think I would be playing it. I would catch that when I was waiting for whatever comes on after. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd always get Will the and end. Grace. Yeah, probably. Exactly. Because I'm like, I know that, but then, you know, Again, the only thing Kelsey Grammer's done of any value to me is executive producing the show Girlfriends on UPN. Okay? And it's like, okay, I get it. Frasier was on for a very long time and won a lot of rewards. Ah. I get it. Well, didn't it take place in, like, Seattle? Yes. And he was a radio therapist? Yes. And then his brother was even more difficult than him? Niles, yes, was also a therapist, but not on the radio. Oh, he was also a therapist. Niles was, was fussy. I know. Well, they were both fussy boys. Yes. They were both fussy boys. <laughs> Two fussy boys. That's See, what it should have been, been called. called. And that I would have watched. If you had said... I have a show called Two Fussy Boys that takes place in Seattle about two brothers and their dad's dog. I would have watched it. Uh, See, Naomi, this is why I say open yourself up to to go with the flow because would we have ever found a new title for Frasier? Two Fussy Boys, the best sitcom <laughs> title in the world. I am <laughs> I'm crowning that. Yes. You're right. You're right. You're right. And you know what? I want to say that a decade together, you've taught yeah. me. You've taught me to go with the flow. You've taught me yes. to be open to the journey. And you have taught me to open myself up, open my heart up, be forthright with my emotions. Yes. And, I'm so glad. Uh, yeah. I'm would so you, glad. Would you have ever thought that? That yes, this- no, that was the plan. If it didn't happen, it wouldn't have lasted. No, it had to happen. You had to become forthright. And speaking of forthright, if you want to get your life right. Okay. <laughs> we got a little housekeeping before we get into today's episode. Uh, if you live in Los Angeles, our next live show is April 4th. It's a Saturday, as almost always, <laughs> at the Virgil, 8 p.m. What a lineup, Naomi. Uh, John Gemberling and Andrea Rosen back again. Married, hilarious, love them. Uh, Mono Agapian and Betsy Sidaro, uh, wonderful podcast hosts and uh, comedians, improvisers. 
and Tiff Stevenson and Chris Martin to UK Comics. Is it UK still? Oh my God, are we having an international moment? We are. Are we having an international show? Yes. I love it. Commonwealth vibes. <laughs> uh, Brexit vibes. Question mark? <laughs> Question mark? Um, but uh, if you want to uh, go to that show, just go to uh, CouplesTherapyPod.com. Click on uh, the live show section. You can get tickets there. While you're on the website, two other things. One of them, I would say Naomi Monumental. Here's the non-monumental one, which is you hear every episode. We have a Patreon. Uh, we give you two extra episodes a month, just me and Naomi and our boys, uh, which means the two cats and Mabel, Yes, our sweet dog, just on the couch, getting in deep into our relish. And, um, only, only five bucks? Only five bucks for two fun apps. Yeah. We really get into it. Yeah. You it's get- meaty and we get greedy. Why did I say it? Anyway. And we get greasy. Okay, maybe. It's definitely. Meaty and we get greasy. Greasy? Mm. Mm. No, okay. I don't like it. <laughs> but you know what? That's uh, you, you pitch something. Yep, you put it out there. You got to put it out there. Don't attach your ego to it when it gets swatted down. You must not. When the world, like King Kong, swats down the planes of your ideas, <laughs> you can't take it to heart. Yes. But here is the monumental thing. Anyway, we have new merch. We asked our friend David Saracino. Hire him, everyone, by the way. We asked him to make some designs for us. And if you go to the website and you click on merch or store, whatever the hell it is, uh, it'll <laughs> well, take you to our new, or it's uh, also at merchnow.com slash couples therapy pod. Merchnow.com slash couples therapy pod. We got our new logo yes. on a wonderful red shirt. And we got a Gotta Miss a Bitch t shirt. You know that Gotta Miss a Bitch right after Open Your Hearts and Loosen Your Butts is the motto we live by. Yeah. And so this shirt, I think it's really cool. Uh, Andy and I like went back and forth. We talked about it. David created magic out of our, you know, how I love a catchphrase. And I <laughs> think it would be such a nice shirt for you to wear. And I think you should wear it. And yeah. they're reasonably priced and they will last. Oh, Abby Jacobson's going to be on the show in a couple of weeks uh, to do an advice episode. So if you want to call up and leave a voicemail, ask your advice questions. To Abby Jacobson in Broad City. Yeah. You gotta do it. Call us 323-524-7839. Yeah. Uh, or DM us a question if you don't want to do it in your voice. But we love hearing your I voice. I love hearing your voice. It tells, it also tells us so much, honey. That inflection yeah. lets me know how dark it's gotten. Ah. Uh, why don't we get to today's episode? I mean, Naomi, this is like... This is huge. Uh, this is very meaningful. Yes. People uh, mm-hmm. we admire. People who uh, have probably paved the way for me personally to want to do this for a living. Mm-hmm. Uh, mean a lot to our hearts. It's the kids in the hall. Yes, you guys. This first set is from Dave Foley, Scott Thompson, and Kevin McDonald, who are three-fifths of the iconic sketch group, The Kids in the Hall. Can you believe they have a new show? They're, they're going to be on Amazon again. Okay, oh my God, they're coming back. They're coming back. This is wild. You... And apart from Kids in the Hall, you know Scott from shows like Hannibal and The Larry Sanders Show. You know Dave Foley from News Radio. And you know Kevin from That 70s Show. So I'm telling you, they're iconic individually. They're iconic together. And can you imagine we had them on a stage with us? They're guy-conic. Oh, snap. Terrible. Cute. Oh, King Kong swatting it down. All right. Well, <laughs> as you swat down King Kong, why don't we roll it? Hey! Tested. I spilled some red wine on my my new sweater. It's my brand new sweater. Don't start out too strong. Oh, look at you. That's very nice. Thank you. Yeah. Well, what are we going to talk about? Uh, well, I'll, I'll finish the story about me and Chrissy. Uh, Go on. Go on, Dave. No, let's talk. I guess let's talk about. We've well, been, the, the, the how long have we all known each other? Well, we, you well, two met first. Yeah. Oh, 19, should we uh, tell the story how you and I met? Yeah, nineteen. Let's do that. Ni- it was nineteen eighty-two. I believe. Nineteen eighty-two. Uh, uh, I had been in Second City workshops for uh, in Toronto uh, for a year, and I'm about to name drop. And um, my best friend at the time, the uh, comedy friend, he wasn't really a friend, but we. Uh, <laughs> Was a, a young comic named Mike Myers. I'm name dropping. Mike mm-hmm. Myers. What did True I drop? True story, Paul. True story, Paul. Did Paul leave yet? No. Uh-huh. All right. Mike Myers. And then uh, he was so good, he got hired to Second City right away. Mm-hmm. And I was really sad. Aww. And in my very first class. Don't worry, the story. It's not a sad story. Oh, it's not okay. a sad story. I'm not sad. No, I was. Uh, I'm sad at this moment in the story. Yeah. Right. Uh, but the story gets happier. Um, and then in my first class. Um, uh, oh, I know this story. Oh, <laughs> then you tell it. This is good. 
And everybody this was over 35, but, like, but me. And then who walks in? Oh. Who walks in but uh, Dave Foley? Here. Oh, there. And uh, we just by uh, chance were, here. like, sitting next to each other. Yeah. That was exciting. And then the teacher, Alan Gutman. Be Alan Gutman. Okay, I'll be Alan Gutman. Alan Gutman. Come on, kids. Get something going. <laughs> Do Alan. it for me. Okay, I'll be watching yeah. over here. The, I don't... Uh, you too. Exercise. Okay, okay. You guys? Yeah. Can you do like yeah, a... Yeah, Alan Gutman. Can you do a mirror exercise? <laughs> oh, sure. Sure. There you go. I'll yeah. be over here. And everybody was paired in twos, and we were next to each other, so we started doing a mirror exercise. We didn't know each other. What's we happening? We didn't know each other. Holy shit. And then we started doing silly things. Wow. Which you can't remember. And then we sort of got on the ground. Crazy. And Dave whispered to me, like I never, I didn't know his name, and he said to me, let's get in the fetal position. And we, right. <laughs> we got in the fetal position, and then we started crawling, right. and we were working our way outside the door. Good. <laughs> when Alan Gutman said, hey, I think that you guys are really good together. <laughs> no, he's no, like, get, get back in yeah. here! Get back in yeah. here! Okay, class had just started. That's what I meant to say, get back in here! And we paid 60 bucks. 60 bucks, it was yeah. a fortune. And then the end of the class, um, we were all split in three groups. Dave uh, did a. Do you remember this? You did an improv about. Um, uh, it was a garage, like a uh, full of mechanics. <laughs> I guess it's like a car garage. Car, uh, yeah. And auto had, mechanics. Yes, auto mechanics. That's there the word. Are. I forget words. And um, oh, and Dave was waiting for his car, but it had been a long time. And I know this isn't funny, but it made me laugh. There was something that made me laugh um, because I guess they promised him. <laughs> I guess they promised that uh, the car would be ready Thursday. Fantastic! No, I'm not done. I haven't no, got to the bad, fantastic. not funny part yet. Fantastic! Hey, Alan Gutman, shut up! And then... Uh, fantastic! And then he came in, and he turned to the mechanics, and he what said... What story? He said, uh, fully Thursday, and nobody laughed, and I laughed my did head off. That? I did, like, Alan. fucking funny. Uh. <laughs> and then do you remember what the improv I did was? Uh, nope. I do. <laughs> I was in the desert with three guys, and right. I had lots of water, and I kept exactly. putting it in front of them, and they were crawling, and it was, it was funny how no, I was mean to them. You kept moving it down, yes. I kept moving the water away from them. Mm. Fantastic. And You're Alan Gutman kept saying, fantastic. Alan. Very supportive. <laughs> yeah. And then at the end of the workshop, I ran over to him. I didn't know his name. And it, was, I, it was Dave back then. <laughs> He's kept it as Dave. Um, <laughs> And then I said, uh, do you want to join my comedy troupe? I didn't have a comedy troupe. What? <laughs> I yeah. did. I didn't, Alan Gummins. He didn't. So, in essence, the kids in the hall would not exist what? if Kevin was not a pathological liar. Crazy. Crazy. All right. Okay. Oh, sorry. There we go. <laughs> now let's tell the story. Where did I come from? This Scott. is how we met Scott. Oh. This is how we met Scott. So uh, well. uh, Dave and the original kids in the hall were Dave Foley, Kevin McDonald, and Luciano, and Luciano Casimiri. Luciano Casimiri. He's a comedy genius. Yes. Yeah. I think he quick as a stage fright. That's that or... Uh, well, he yeah. blamed Mark. <laughs> he blamed Mark. <laughs> but yeah. I think it was the, so uh, Lucia, uh, Lucia, he was in the trip then. So you guys are walking along the street. What was it, like 83, 84? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Dave, Lucia, and I are walking down Young Street, the yeah. big street in Toronto. Yeah, I was walking. That, we're you were walking. going by a bar called... And we're, we were going by a gay bar chaps. Called, called Chaps. Chaps. Oh, that's chaps. a famous chaps. gay bar. And then gay men like to wear chaps. <laughs> the door opened, <laughs> and it was like a Western movie. It was like a Western movie. There were yeah. four guys... Two guys in this side, two guys in that side, and they had a guy. They like hide, like two guys had the arms, two guys had the legs, and they were going two, three, four. Whoa! And they threw, <laughs> they threw me out of the bar. <laughs> and then Luch said, "Oh, that's my friend Scott." I said, "Fuck <laughs> as you, he, buddy!" As he said, feet. Fuck you! And Luch said, "Scott, what happened?" And Scott said, "Oh, they kicked me out for being too punk." That's right. <laughs> They say, get out of our gay bar right now! And I'm like, fuck you! Grab his arms, fuck grab you. his legs! Two, three! <laughs> and I yeah. picked myself up, dusted myself up, and there was and said, Kevin and Luke. Very nice to meet you, Kevin. And very me. nice to meet you there. <laughs> yeah, were you there? He says, he says I was there. I don't remember. You were there. Yeah, I was there. there. I was there, too. Yeah. Am Kevin I wrong? Luke and I did everything together. Yeah, I, I think he was and there. And then you said... Maybe you should come do something with us. I never said that. <laughs> no. <laughs> never did. You scared me. You were. Oh, and then that, uh, we said this in the last show, but it's true. Then I, um, Darwin Harrison audience. told me the story that your uh, roommate Paul Agnew mm -hmm. uh, came in 
Does anyone know what a parboiled carrot is? Oh, Kevin. Well, it's a carrot that you boil just partially. Yeah, so it's partially boiled. So it's hot, it's warm and exciting, but it's still hard. It's soft on the outside, but it's still firm inside. Yeah, it's soft on the inside. You still firm. So Paul Agnew, his roommate, came in and saw a naked Scott on the floor with a parboiled carrot shoved up his ass masturbating. Why can't I put a carrot up my ass in a gay bar, people? Yeah. Why no, can't I? It was yeah. his apartment that he shared with yeah. several roommates. The bar is worse. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, I got in trouble, and they threw me out, and they just... Whoa. You should have told them you were pretending to be a snowman. No, but there was another... <laughs> <laughs> Remember the other guy that was coming in, and he was like... He was like... Oh, yeah! He had like a, a Michael Jackson like red leather jacket on. Yeah. And I was uh. saying, fuck him! You're letting him in, but not me! You're being nice. Uh, yeah. It's 2020, but what he really said was, fuck him, he's overweight. Why does he get in? I did say that. <laughs> True story. I did say Wait, that. Seriously, that should be more of a crime in the gay community than I being punk. I should have said that. I remember you said to me once, Kevin, I'm fat in the gay community. <laughs> you were fat. No, yeah. you. Well, you were, yeah. You no, called me yeah. fat? No, you were skinny, but you, you made a joke and said you were fat in the gay community. Did you call me fat? No, I didn't. Just yes, now. yeah, just, just, just saying. Yeah, I caught you. First yeah. met when we lived in New York. You were fat before television. I you were fat. Well, not just in New York. In Toronto. Before television yeah. was invented. We mentioned. were all living in New York when yeah. Mark brought us down there. Yes. And you were living on. We were living in the same building. That's right. Twenty uh, third and seventh. Yes. One morning, you went down to get donuts, and well, we were going to work. He <laughs> was going to work. Yeah. And you were bigger. I got a. Uh, I always got uh, every morning. Bigger. I bought a chocolate donut, a double chocolate donut, chocolate cake donut, a chocolate cake donut. Chocolate that's cake it. Donuts. And, and uh, a big and a and, and a, a double chocolate milk and a yeah. hat and a, and a tall hat. And, and tall I <laughs> bought a hat that they sold at Dunkin' Donuts at the yeah. time. And we said, and you said that on television you're not going to be fat. Well, on the subway that well, morning, yeah, Dave uh, sure. yelled at me and said, "You're killing yourself. You're eating horrible food all the time. You're killing yourself." And then I lost weight. That's not a funny story. No. Where is the red light, Dave? <laughs> but it is funny is that Kevin lost like, like 60, 70 pounds. I lost 70 pounds. In the pounds, six yes. months that we were in New York. Yeah. Uh, and, then, uh, and then we went up to Toronto to make our, our, our one-hour HBO special. Mm -hmm. And uh, Lauren came up, and Kevin had lost so much weight that Lauren was convinced that Kevin was anorexic. And so every time he would see Kevin, he would give him an entire pizza. Yeah. <laughs> You want some pasta? You know, pasta's good. It's healthy and fattening. <laughs> he would say that all the time. And then, here's a horrible lie that he uh, told me. He was very nice. He didn't want another Gilda Radner or Lorraine Newman, I guess, who I love. And if she's in the audience, I'm kidding. Um, uh, he, uh, I'm he not said, about loving her. You do love her. Yeah, I do yeah, love her. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm kidding about. Uh, <laughs> uh, he said, uh, he gave me the phone number for a famous nutritionist in Toronto. This is not funny. Why am I telling this? No. <laughs> not well, funny at all. It happened. I don't know. Uh, and I went you there. You stopped on the pizza, it was but a no, psychiatrist. You, no, you had to keep going. Yeah, I had to keep going. Sorry. So it was a psychiatrist. So what did he say? And Kevin was committed, yeah. and we <laughs> never made the show. Oh. <laughs> that's a better oh, story. That's yeah. So that's why the oh. Gibson Hall doesn't exist. <laughs> Uh, Scott and I were what? roommates in New York. Yes. Uh, I mean, we lived the first, together. We lived together. Six months. Six glorious months. Because yeah. we could only afford four apartments, and we were cowards, and we volunteered to live together. Until. And, uh, <laughs> and I remember, well, until. One day. What happened? When we saw Judy Garland. Was it Judy Garland? Oh, the Judy Garland story. That's yeah. good. It's not funny, <laughs> but it's interesting. <laughs> Uh, and that's all you get. You were very, <laughs> Kevin, you were pretty gay when we saw Judy. Oh. Yeah, well, who we, isn't? We saw a documentary. Who isn't? Who isn't? very gay. She has so much soul, it's crazy. We cried. I understand. We cried. I understand. So uh, he talked me into seeing this Judy Garland documentary on PBS. That's I'm no a one-man woman. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's the song. Well, she did One Man Woman uh, on some like variety show of hers. Yeah, her, not, yeah. the, not the Star is Born version, that's fine, but when she does a live man, um, it was... A, you don't came, know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. When she came out and she did it, and Scott and I looked at each other and we went, ah! And then we, ah! We fell off the couch and we rolled on the floor. We did. And that, we was, did. A, and, uh, that was a special moment. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but also, when we got into the apartment for the first time, because we were in New York, and we were kids from Toronto, I remember Scott went to the patio, went, dropped to his knees, uh, pulled his jacket off, and said, We made it! We <laughs> made it! 
Yeah. Which oh, we I, have a, I have a New York memory. Yes. I remember when we were in because oh. I was in the other apartment, but this, this is a nice memory, but it's sort okay. of weird. But because uh, we were at, we were at 23rd and 7th, and oh, from yes. where we had, we had, our apartments had these little tiny balconies, oh, like yes. like about that big. Tiny. But you could go out on the little tiny balcony, and you could so lean out, and you could see all the way up 7th Avenue. And, and it was Thanksgiving. He's helping. And so the Thanksgiving, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was on 7th Avenue. Jesus. And we, oh, this is so exciting. I've never seen the parade. What? And we're looking up at the parade. Look and at. the parade comes down. And suddenly all the balloons just shrink, shrink oh, yeah. down and collapse. And, and we, got, we got to watch the, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade die. <laughs> we were right at the point where they deflate all the balloons. <laughs> That's that? right. I forgot about that. Yeah, Remember that time I was rude to Paul Simon's brother? Oh, well. <laughs> Good setup, Scott. Yeah. We were in the... Uh, he was, a, he was, was mad we at were, us. We were working in the Brill Building. The Brill Building. The Brill Building. Famous building. And uh, we were in Tim the Pan elevator. Alley. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And he was mad. Scott was mad at the four of us. Which that is not uncommon. not uncommon. Not uncommon. I don't remember why. And then a guy even shorter than Paul Simon, looking like he Paul Simon, this came big. in. Paul yeah. Simon had a brother that he was came in tiny. and Scott's yeah. yelling at us and he I says can't. something and then the four of us his name was Paulette Simon that's how small he was <laughs> <That's> how, <laughs> and then, I, I Scott yelled at us and then there was a moment of silence and he was angry that we didn't answer him then he turned to Paul Simon's brother and said aren't you Neil Simon's brother <laughs> I did <laughs> did. like it would have been cruel to say are you Paul Simon's brother but he didn't even get the right Simon <laughs> He didn't even get the right side. <laughs> Remember, uh, Lauren had a, a urinal in his home. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to go to his uh, home. Urinal. Yeah, I didn't know that. I don't remember that. A urinal. It was a. Yeah. It was was a park. it in the bathroom? Yeah. Oh, that's good. Remember that? <laughs> I mean, all things considered, that's better. Yeah. We peed in his in his urinal. He brought it after we did a show once in '86, '87. It was a he had a, a Central Park West apartment that was the whole o floor. Overlooking Tavern on the, the Green. Whole, it was amazing. Well, half the floor because the other half of the floor Just was Paul half. Simon. Oh, it was actually yeah, the real the Paul Simon. The elevator opens up and Not one, Neil Simon. one you walk Just out one half. way, you're in Lawrence, and you walk out the other way, you're in Paul Simon's. And. He lit the fire. There was a fireplace. I don't know if they can do it in yeah, apartments. Yeah. And he um, and uh, he passed uh, some weed around. That he did. We got yeah. high with them. And we had yep. just done the show, and I fell asleep right away. But as I fell asleep, he was talking about Charlie Chaplin and Buster Keaton. And then uh, I fell asleep for yeah. 10 minutes, and when I woke up, I actually heard Lord Michael say, and then, you know, sound came to the movies and revolutionized the whole affair. <laughs> like, we didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> he had to tell us the history of movies. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you boys know how sitting was invented? <laughs> Good impression. Lord Michael's like his hair. Oh my God. It's the many faces of Scott Thompson. <laughs> he's Alan Gutman. Now he's Lord Michael. Now he's Neil Simon. Uh oh. <laughs> Oh, I think Jimmy Stewart wants to tell us something. Do you guys remember? I mean, you don't remember this. Remember? In the Brill Building, do you remember that our office, we had a shared with uh, two they're guys? Count, they're counting. We had a Come shared. On. I think it was two guys from the IRS who were auditing Lauren Michaels. You were. Yeah. yeah. So, so Lauren gave, put us in there to write comedy just to drive the accountants crazy. <laughs> I remember it's like whenever we thought of a joke, yeah, I, this may be a false memory, but I remember they were using an abacus. Is that a false memory? <laughs> an abacus. I remember them by an abacus. I'm pretty sure it was a slide rule. <laughs> it was a slide rule. Yeah, Kevin. And Not I, everything has to be joke, okay? You're right. It was, it was an, a slide an, rule. An abacus. Was it an abacus? Yeah. 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 Is that, did I pronounce it wrong? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. How do you pronounce it? I said abacus. Abacus. Yeah. Yeah. abacus. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> Jimmy Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, do your Henry Fonda. Do your Henry Fonda. Yeah, yeah, it's very similar, yeah. Jimmy. They're yeah. very similar. Yeah. <laughs> then what happened? Now act out the entire movie Cheyenne Social Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's the only movie that Henry Fonda oh, oh, and Jimmy Stewart oh, were in together. Yeah. Is that true? Uh, that's true. It's the only movie they ever did together. No, wait a second. Club. What, why? what about Fire Creek? Yeah. <laughs> Fire Creek. He doesn't know it. He's just like mocking me. But uh, someone Google it. Uh, Fire Creek. Who was in? I Are think uh, Henry Fonda was the bad guy and Jimmy Stewart was the good guy. Please, someone. Aaron. Stop it. Google Fire Creek. 
No, I think that was William. That was uh, Richard Widmark. Oh. No. All right. I'll Google it. All right. You, you, you try to survive without me for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Oh, this <laughs> It doesn't matter, Kevin. It doesn't matter. Oh, a lot of good you audience are. Oh, there, somebody's what? Somebody just waved a... Well, I mean... Henry Fonda and Jimmy Stewart? Oh, fuck off. All right. All right, it's the only Henry movie Fonda I've seen bad. with both of them. Oh, that's our time. <laughs> what? What? Don't... Yeah, but you don't what want to stop? For? No, no, I no. want to stop. <laughs> do, you, do you have a... Well, uh, traditionally, the kitchen hall always stop with a Scott Thompson uh, impression. So uh, do an impression and we'll leave. Call out any famous person. <laughs> Call out anybody. Any fam- anything. Any, anybody. Like any name, any Why? time anybody? in history. Dave Foley, I'm not famous enough. Come um, on. Brando. Brando. Yeah, Brando. Do Brando. Do Brando. Do Brando. And then oh, we'll say goodnight. Do Brando, then it's over. Do Ma- your Marlon Brando. Do Marlon Brando. Brando. Thank you! Thank, Thank you! you. <laughs> Good night! And we're back, Naomi. I, I, I have to tell you that I... High school was full of me doing kids in the hall stuff. I think I said this on one of our Patreon episodes, mm-hmm. so I won't belabor the point. But, like, me redoing kids in the hall sketches for class projects. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like I do remember that. Whatever the class project was, whether it was AP, English, German class, whatever, I would somehow figure out some way to take a concept from Kids in the Hall. Whatever, you know, if it was an English project for like, you had to do a presentation in front of the class and like explain like a, a part of like metonymy or something like that. I would do a Kids in the Hall sketch and somehow fit that in there. <laughs> uh, and so, you were like, a prize suit, weren't you? I was <laughs> like, both a prize suit and not, and surprisingly not an outcast. Yeah. You would think that behavior in any kind of TV show or movie about high school, you think that behavior would peg me as a complete outcast. Right. Right? I was just floating in the middle somehow. Yeah. yeah I don't know yeah. how I wasn't like a... I was. I don't know how... The people in my high school did not ostracize me, but they were they tolerated me, <laughs> and in some cases, I was about to say celebrated me. No, I don't think I think that is going too far. That might be going too far. But, but they uh, there are some people who enjoyed my presence. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, I enjoyed. Besides your my good friends, like I had, I had a, a stop it. I was trying to say something <laughs> nice. Andy, I enjoy your presence. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. My presence is a present. On that, why don't we play our set from the San Francisco show? I have I have no idea what we talked about. I just remember us being very high energy. This is back when you were drinking Diet Coke. You were off the rails. <laughs> you would you had taken your you'd taken your caffeine. You were just pumping it into your veins. Uh, caffeine yeah. and rat poison. And I, we just let the magic take us where it would. I had a caffeine pill and a 20 ounce of Coke before going on stage. Roll, Roll it. it. Anyone has crossed arms, uncross them. Uncross them. Your, your emotions up. flow from the way you put your body. That's true. That's I know true. This as an indie rock fan, yes. all you do is cross your arms and nod. And you're emotionally closed off. Yes. I get it. Yes. But I've been to therapy. You did. Actual it. therapy. You did it. You did it. Oh my God. I'm sorry. I had a 20 ounce of Diet Coke and a caffeine pill. I'm good. He's off, he's off the rails. He's off the rails. This is him just out of sorts. I need you to focus. Are you seeing two of me? Yes. You are? <laughs> yes. Oh, God. This is the closest I get to cocaine. <laughs> it's like so true. Andy does nothing. Like, he is the ultimate uh, teetotaler. And I think it's so funny the way you even have a caffeine pill. It's like a diet valley of the dolls. You know <laughs> what I mean? Just give me my doll. He just needs that one to get through the show. <laughs> If I have an Advil PM, it knocks me out the rest of the day. Uh, The next day. I'm literally like, get me a second Ambien. You know what I mean? I need them all. I need them all. Yeah, what is with it? You're super resistant to everything. I mean, you're... (laughs) Okay, that's a larger issue (laughs) that I did not think you would bring to the table in this moment. Woo! Hey, how do you guys like my sweater? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
new sweater. Mm-hmm. I asked that because earlier today, a woman said to me, oh, I like your sweater. My younger brother has one just like it. <laughs> a true drag. A true drag. Because her younger brother must be, what, 12? Oh, I, yes. I would imagine if you say younger brother. Yeah. No, when you're an adult, you don't usually call your younger brother your younger brother. You say brother. Right, right, right. right. Younger brother implies 12. Right. This is a sweater for a 12-year-old. But I am giving you 12-year-old little brother energy. <laughs> that is what I'm bringing to the stage for you. I just loved how excited you were. And he was like, I got a new sweater. Look at my look. And I was like, it's literally like everything else you own. I was like, I don't understand. But you were so excited about it. So I was like, yes, wear it tonight. I, I, don't thought... feel like, I don't feel like you're breaking, I don't feel like you're breaking out in this ensemble. I feel like you're on brand. No, you're on brand. You're neat. You're tidy. You're fabulous. But I don't see you breaking out, you know? Well, wait, what would you, what would breaking out of my brand be? What would that be? Okay, it would, would that be a, look like? a, a blazer crushed velvet okay imagine imagine i'm not recommending it i'm saying imagine it very different very different that would be you break like that would be you like totally like all off on some other shit that would be it hike it up boo hike it i bought these jeans when i was bloated and i was like they fit very snugly and perfectly. Our now, cycles have synced. Our now that I'm synced. not floating. <laughs> yeah, we've been together for 10 years. We are yeah, definitely on the yeah, same cycle. Now we're synced. Now we're synced up. Mm. <laughs> we made it here to San Francisco. Y'all, I didn't think we were going to make it. Because that Southwest is wild. <laughs> okay? And our flight was like extra. I feel like, yes, we all know Southwest is like kind of a flying bus. But it was like, especially today, the flight. At one point, we gripped hands like two lovers on the Titanic. It was like one of those moments. Were you ready to throw me off a floating door? I'll do what I need to do to keep the bloodline. I don't know what I'm saying. I, that's I okay. don't know what I'm I've saying. never seen Titanic. I know like one <laughs> thing from it. Uh, no, it was like, it started off, the captain got on the uh, intercom. Yes, that's accurate. Yes, yes. <laughs> Keep going. And uh, he was like, hello, uh, welcome to uh, Southwest Airlines flight, whatever it was. Uh, (laughs) We're your captains, Tom and Jerry. Yes, Yes, you heard that right, is what he said. That's what he fucking said. And I was like, that ain't cute. I don't want to imagine a cat and a mouse flying this plane. And he was like so into it is what I didn't like. Yeah, he... He yeah. practiced, hello, we're your uh, captains, uh, itchy and scratchy. <laughs> it's like, I don't like, yeah, not. if you're someone that's supposed to get me somewhere safe, yeah. don't joke that you have like a cartoon name. Right. 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 I don't think powerful people should have, there should be no CEO named Daffy Duck. Right. Right, right, right. right. Except even though, like, think about it, like a lot of like waspy, like there's nothing I love more than like an old waspy white woman named like Bunny. You know what I mean? <laughs> Or like it's bunny. Bitsy. It's like a fucking power move. That's a power fucking move. It's bunny. It's not bugs. There's no <laughs> old white woman named Bugs. But honestly, though, some, like, wasn't it somebody? Don't you know someone? Like, don't you have a family friend that's like named Beaver or something hilarious? Yes, there's a family friend, yes. a waspy family friend whose name is Beaver. I love but that. But her name's not Pikachu. It's Beaver. Okay. Do you okay, see, so you do allow you that. See so you the did, difference. Okay, so what you want is an animal. You're all fine with, but not a cartoon. Yes. Not not a not a property of business. Yes, not Heckle okay. and Jekyll. Okay. All right, fair. I can run through more cartoons <laughs> that are in my head. But then he was like, but the thing was, after he told us his name and had so much fun with that, he was like, he wanted a whole description of a certain part on the plane and how it works. I can't even remember this shit. It was a damn TED talk. I glazed over. But the point was, he was like, we don't have it, but we will be fine. There was something <laughs> bro- we were delayed. There is something broken. But he kept saying, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Like he was talking himself into it, it being fine. Exactly. He's right? like, luckily, it's a 53-minute flight. Basically saying, like, we won't die in 53 minutes. That's what dies in 53 minutes? No one dies in 53 minutes. Yeah. Like he was looking in the mirror, like before he was going to do something. He's like, we're not going to die today. Okay? Okay, Tom? I don't know, Jerry. I don't know. I don't remember the cartoons. I don't remember. Yeah, no, no. They talked like a, <laughs> like an old minstrel show. Yeah. That's how oh, no, Andy. Please, <laughs> please, not now. Not now. Good reference, right, everyone? Yes. Take a that. knee, bitch. Take a knee. That's a good ref. But a culture. Hot ref. <laughs> um, so, yeah, as we said, this is, you know, we're coming up on 10 years, and you guys, we're finally doing it. We're finally getting married. 2020, we're getting it done. 
Fucking finally. Engaged for seven. Engaged for seven years, okay? Together for 10. I think it's time. I now, think it's time. You all are asking yourself, why? Why the long engagement? We beat the very long engagement. Wasn't that five years? Yep. What was that movie? A five, five year, year engagement? engagement? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> what was that movie, Titanic? <laughs> so here we are, and we're five years. So why? Uh, we started planning about a year in. Yeah. And then my dad mostly. Answer it. Tell them you're at a program. <laughs> no, keep going. They're fine. They're fine. They're fine. It's like late show energy. <laughs> yeah. Late oh, yeah, show energy is, late is like, show. take Things a call. are going to get filthy. I hope everyone's prepared. <laughs> you're in the splash zone right here. <laughs> Uh, no, like about a year, my, we started planning about a year in, and my dad just got, my dad is a very mild-mannered accountant from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, very, wa like, if talking about, what he's Jewish, we're Jewish, but he's like super waspy. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. He doesn't have a fun animal name. If you could give my dad, I got a name in my head, if you could give my dad an animal name, what would it be? Huh. It's funny, the first thought... I was gonna say a skunk, but then that makes me think of Pippa Le Pew and your dad's not a predator, so it's not that. So then I just feel like if it was an animal name, I don't know, squirrel? He's fun. He's a little squirrel, he's like active. I was gonna know? say anteater. I have no explanation for that. Anteater? Yeah. No, I don't allow it. Well, eater is in the name. Right, he does love food. There's, uh, yeah, if there's one thing my dad loves, it's food. Yeah. You all know my dad. We're all on the same page <laughs> he here, right? He loves food, you get it. Marty <laughs> goes to Temple Oheb Shalom, right? <laughs> Pennsylvania. He, there was like, but yeah, he had like a lot of requirements for our wedding. And it's funny, because I feel like normally, you know, the, the stereotype is sort of like the moms, right? The moms are going to be difficult, and they're going to have these things. No, 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 no. My mama don't give a fuck. She was like, tell me where to be. And then... My mom like, did not care one bit. My dad had so many... One of the things was, we thought, let's save money, let's just have an iTunes playlist, right? What? Is that bad? Hold on, hold on. Wait, that was a laugh of, ooh, like, bitch. Tell me why it's wrong. You have all been to weddings where there was an iTunes playlist. Of I don't the know. Songs this, is, you... this is San Francisco. These might be band people. A live band? Think about we it. don't have band money. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I couldn't get pavement to come play my wedding. <laughs> But wait, but, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, we said I just and my dad kept insisting on a DJ. Yeah, he kept insisting Ooh. on a DJ. Adamant for a man I've never seen dance. <laughs> no, he does like every bar mitzvah I've yeah. ever been to with him. He does this like kind of shuffle and snap. Yeah, okay, shuffle, and then a little I, step touch snap, a step touch, and then a clap, okay. and that's his dancing. Is he on the twos and fours? Uh, Ooh, great question. <laughs> He just kind of shuffling. Ah, do Jews have rhythm? Are we too white to have rhythm? I don't know. Sometimes Klezmer's a bop. Don't you think? <laughs> Sometimes This is Klezmer's where it ends. Right here, right now. No. Klezmer's, ne <laughs> Klezmer's never a bop. <laughs> but like what? Like... Like, he was so adamant about a DJ as if yeah. he was, like, a huge fan of Diplo. <laughs> right. As if he's, like, every weekend he's got a pacifier in his mouth. He's just rolling on MDMA. <laughs> this old Jewish... <laughs> I gotta stop saying old Jew. I think that's probably not a great phrase to use anymore. Not in, not in this climate. Not, no, no, no. Not in this climate. Am I right? Splash zone? <laughs> it was, like, what I love, though, is he has such a long guest list. But it was all these people that I certainly never met, but you also hadn't, you know, maybe even seen since you were five or some shit. Someone my parents met at an Oneg when I was five years old. Right. Somehow got invited to the wedding. Or it was like, literally, they were like, well, we have to invite the because we just went to their kid's bar mitzvah. It ain't my fault you went to a bar mitzvah, okay? And the fact that you would bring that to me and now that becomes my baggage and I gotta buy these bitches a $100 chicken breast is savage. That is rude. It is not my issue. And also, they too old to be going to bar mitzvahs. And so it's just like, it's like, it's not even, like, they're not at the, like, it's not grandkids. It's just like a friend's 13-year-old. Who wanna fuck with somebody 13-year-old? That was their real family? name, by the way. What? The that was the real oh. thing. <laughs> Drag the <laughs> kidding. They're Drag fine. them, queen. 
sometimes when we're at home, we're, we pretend that we're on the TV show Pose. And so <laughs> that is why Andy has started saying things like drag them queen. Um, my name is Kimberly Drew. If I've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists, it's that we all have the power to create something beautiful. That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal, and it's time we give them our attention. Listen to Your Attention, Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention, Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history. And we're back. Oh, that's us, Andy. That's us. Mary and I were just holding actual hands in the studio. We were. We were holding hands and shaking like Oprah. (laughs) We are very, we're just so in love. Um... (laughs) This next, oh, this, you just you just toss it off like that. Yeah, we're so in love. We're so in love, you know, Natch. This next set, you guys, and this is where I feel like so the kids in the hall is you. I feel like this next set is me, Chris Riggins, and Tammy T. Love. Oh okay. Chris and Tammy are Bay Area comics and friends. Tammy's open for comedians like Monique, and Chris is open for Dave Chappelle, and you can find them performing all around the Bay. And Chris and Tammy were recently on the new Negro Pacific Northwest tour, yeah. which is where I met them and very much fell in love. I mean, you've heard Chris before on the show, but like yeah. I fell in love with like Tammy and Chris as friends and their unit that when I knew we were coming to San Francisco, I was like, can we please get them on the show? Because I know they're crazy. And I just love them so much and have so much fun oh, God, watching them. They blew them. me away. They were so good. It was so good. Yeah, yeah. So I hope you guys have fun with this set from good friends Chris and Tammy. Roll, Roll it! What's up? How y'all doing? Wow. All right. I hey, like, it's black people. Yeah, Hi. I see black people. Is wow. any more black people? Where are you at? Oh, hey, sis. What's up? How you? Where's oh, the other one? Man. Why are, are we, you guys sitting so far? Can y'all sit over here? Like, move these white people out the can way. Y'all, can we just... And the rest can, of the black people come. All the white people. Yeah, move. it's about to be Black History Month. So right technically, if you don't, you're racist. Right. So. That's we just need happened. these two front rows in the name of Sister Rosa Parks. Right. And you right. come on over here, sister. Because they don't sit there anymore. We're going to call <laughs> the security and push you guys back over here where you belong. Oh, my God. Somebody said, aw. It's a like, white woman said aw. There's that's, a white person right what? now saying, that's reverse racism. There's no such thing. <laughs> there's no such thing. <laughs> Did you know if you reverse racism, there's no racism? Oh, shit, white oh, people, fuck man. your feelings. <laughs> fuck them. Oh, God. Oh, God. So, um, I don't know. I was going to yell at you guys, but I don't feel like I should have to because you're being so nice. You guys are really nice. But here's the thing. Like, uh, we're comedians, and we're we're hip-hop fans also. Um, As you see, we dress like a rap group uh, tonight. um, just because Wonder you know, ten po- twin powers, you know, right there. Um, people That's may think we're the same person from Look behind, it up, um, but we're not. She has way yeah. more ass than me. But well, here's a the bit. thing: a little bit. We we like a little more energetic, a, little, a whole bunch of more energetic energy. introduction. Now I know bullshit. Naomi and Andy they run their show, but we do live. So can we right. reintroduce ourselves for y'all? Right. That's right. No, it's, I don't. No, yeah, can no, we reintroduce? Yeah. I need more yeah. than that. Come on. Yeah, a okay. little bit, a little bit. But see, this is the thing, because I know they don't know me. You know what yeah, I mean? They, they ain't never seen me. Y'all came to see the couples therapy people and shit. You just like, who is this boyish looking girl up there with that other boyish looking girl, girl boy. up there? So you, what you, you gonna act like a bitch is famous because I'm famous. You just don't know it in yet. We famous out in these streets. So when we reintroduce we ourselves, famous at our mama's y'all house. motherfuckers better act like you paid a whole lot of money to come see some motherfucker. Get crook, nigga. Okay? Okay, we, that's what we're going to do. Okay, you, so you go up first, okay. and I'm going to bring you back this, on. Okay. This is some okay. bullshit. All right, we're going to do this. Do I need this? I don't know what to do. No, no, okay. just leave it right there. You got to come out. You got to, okay. All right, so we're going to act like, like we got a DJ, like Kid Capri is here, some shit like that, or DJ Khaled, another one. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, how y'all feeling tonight? Make some noise. 
Welcome out to Couples Therapy. My name is Chris Riggins. I'm about to bring to the stage one of the most phenomenal talents I've ever seen in my life. This woman, she is my emotional support lesbian. I need everybody in here to make some noise for the five foot two thunder from under. Make some noise for Tammy T. Motherfucking love. Oh, hit him with the pose. Hit him with the pose. Hit him with it. They ain't ready. They ain't ready. They don't know. Come on, show them the fade. Show them the fade. Oh, that. look at the Jordans. Look at the Jordans. Look at the Jordans. Oh, my God. That was good. That's what I'm talking about. That was good. That was a little bit better. That was a lot that, better. That, okay, I now like we got to do it one more time. So Okay, all right. Okay. All right, so. Y'all got to get more energy. I'm not going to be as excited because I, I got asthma. <laughs> it took a lot. It took a lot of energy for me to come out and pose. So, <laughs> all right. Now, this is my only lesbian friend I have with a real dick. I need, <laughs> okay? I need you to make some noise for the amazing lesbian with a real dick, motherfucker, short, hat-wearing ass. Give it up for Chris Riggins! What? 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 Twerk, 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 twerk. That's right. That's right. That's right. how we do it. We both tired That's as fuck right now. Whew. That's how we that do it. That was like sex, man. I'm tired. Well, I don't know about that. I just, well, you don't. You have sex differently. Well, I gave up sex with boys. Yeah, you had you different was, sex. Like well, you. We, my mama said you have sex with boys, you make babies. That's what I try to do. That was my birth control. I was, I was, I'm good it doesn't, with that. It's, that doesn't apply to me. If I have sex with boys, I don't make babies. Well, there you go. So There you go. But I got two babies already. So See? You should have listened to your mother. No. <laughs> I should have. You're right. I should have yeah. listened and not had babies with that bitch. But well, okay. that's. <laughs> oh, shut up. Well, Let's see. listen. I understand. I have some babies by bitches, too. <laughs> exactly. See, that's why hey, we get along. It's just not my kids, is all I'm saying. That's why we get along. Because uh, here's the thing. All right, I said she's my emotional support lesbian, all right? right? And what you guys understand is she came along in my life at a moment where I was having problems with lesbians that look like me. Yeah. Okay? Because I full disclosure. 100%. I got divorced, and my wife left me for, for a woman that, that looked, looked like, like me. Yeah. So that I was very that. mad at women that look like me. I had no... I, I had no... Nothing no, no religion. And I met her, and the first thing she said to me when I told her, sir, she said, I beat that bitch ass. Yeah, I did. She said, well, she said she still bitches, but she said, I but do. I'll beat that bitch ass I, for you. I and for me, some divorces, that was some real shit, okay? I did that. But you gotta stop stealing people's well, bitches. Well, you man. know, it's, it's just, not my fault. It's not. It's you really know, not. This is the thing. Fellas, y'all need to stop thinking that it takes a whole lot of money to, to please a woman. You could take a woman on a date for $20 and she'll suck your dick. Say word. Or you could just give a woman sixty dollars and she'll suck your dick. dick. It's right. like it's you suck. can cut out middlemen. You 100%. can just buy a blowjob. It's not that, that. It's not nothing and to be ladies, ashamed about. Stop acting like you need a man because they come you in don't. boxes now. Fifty nine ninety nine down the street. You don't need us. At we dime a dozen. And you can get the size of your pleasure. Exactly. Um, we ain't shit. Like we. Not, they're not. We not shit, but we're fun. They're not. They're not fun either. It's yeah, we're fun. <laughs> well, not to you. Not, not, not to you. You don't have to discourage. There's okay. some women in here who still like penis on a man. So well, okay. You know, that's don't fine. be don't be one of those gay but, people. Yeah, they're gonna come <laughs> over here eventually. I assume every woman is I'll a little gay. I'll see you guys gay. later. How I, about that? I assume every woman's well, a little gay. It's well, just, yeah, it's, that's it's, true. It's, Everybody's a little gay. I'm a little jealous sometimes, a little bit. though. You know, I wish I could sometimes just compliment my dude on his body. Like, yo, bro. You, you could. You've been working out, man. Your ass is looking right. You could. I wish I could do that. You but could. It's, no, I can't because dudes yeah. is homophobic. You can say it in a football way, man. You looking good, my nigga. Bow, right on You're right. Because football is hella good. gay. You know what I'm saying? He's like, no. oh, yeah. Football, he's football is hella gay. Yeah, he's good Football's hella gay. It's like It's like... It I really mean, you, is. You it's gotta, a bunch of dudes right. in tight clothes like, jumping on each other for a ball. Okay? And then you got to stick your hand underneath the ass to touch yeah, the balls you to touch, get the balls. And I mean, then they all wear matching outfits. They got they the color cute. scheme. And the colors are getting brighter. And, yes, and they got teams named after cats like right. the Lions. You Ooh, know what I mean? It's just, they out there. They're out there. It's pretty... I'm, there's nothing wrong with it. It's just gay. You know, it's it, just, it is. But hey. It's just, you know, it's... it's we dressed alike tonight um, because... Bit. It's almost Black History Month. It is. Um, Monday. 
Yeah, it's not Monday. It's next Monday. Yeah, Monday got, starts Black History Month. Well, you start yours a little early. No, nope, Martin Luther King's birthday starts. Oh, Black that's right. Month. It is Martin Luther King's what birthday. What kind of nigga is this? White people's favorite black person. Right, right. It's the only black person and, they seem to know about. Right. They was cool with him until he tried to they didn't teach like black him, people how to make money, and they was like, "Nigga, you gotta no, go." No, no, no. This no, ain't gonna no. happen. This is no march. We here, was pal. okay with you walking down the street, but I know, right? We draw the line at teaching these niggas how to count. I don't think. But here's the thing. I went too far. I went too far. No, no, you didn't go too far. Here's the thing. I think. Black History Month needs a holiday mm -hmm. in the middle of the month because we got to share a holiday with our month with 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 Everybody. Chinese New Year and and Valentine's Day. The, the year of the we rat. need a holiday. Like for instance, black people need Fucking a holiday rat. like like St. Patrick's Day. Yes. You know, white people with you got St. Patrick's Day. White <laughs> people you got Cinco de Mayo too. So right. we right right. We need our little holiday like that for black people. I've come up with one. It's called Rodney King Day. Right, okay, that's um, too far. No, no, here's far. the deal. Okay. Black so we people, just gonna get our ass beat all day? No, 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 it's not us. Some bullshit. Listen, let, let me tell you. So okay. here's what it is. On February 16th, right. every black person dresses up in police uniforms uh -huh. and we beat the shit out of white, white people, people. Okay. who are not wearing kente cloth. So it's the reverse, it's the reverse purge. Yeah, yeah, and see, it's Purging, gonna take, okay. a couple of us gonna go to jail to get yeah, it started, some, but once it gets started, yeah. it's gonna be like, you'll be like, this white guy to walk down the street and you're just gonna Bow. get beat the fuck up by a bunch of black people Reginal, with Billy Clubs. Reginald Denny, And you're gonna happened. look up like, what the fuck happened? And we'll be like, happy Rodney King Day, motherfucker! Right, right. And then you'll be like, oh my God, I fucking forgot, I guys. Forgot. God damn it. Is it February 16th Should've already? Should have stayed in the house. Should have stayed in the house. You got me this time, Darnell. All right. Yep. And that's your girlfriend? Is that your girlfriend? She, she didn't warn you. She didn't warn you when it was coming. <laughs> got a black girl. She didn't tell you. Had, she was, she's plotting on you. I had, a, I had a white girlfriend that I cheated on with exclusively black women. I think I had a white girlfriend. And she was cool with it. She was such a white woman. She was like, I understand. You need to be with your people. I was like, damn, bitch. Right. I should That's marry awful. you and keep cheating. Well, you could have just did that. No, I couldn't. My mom would have whooped my ass. No, well, she would have understood because you married a white Not my mama. You don't know my mama. She would have just been she like, from Cleveland. Well, you married she stabbed a white niggas. What did I expect? No. No, nah, see, that's because people think I'm from Berkeley. I was gonna marry a white woman, but being from well, a that white makes sense. being from a white area as a black dude, you makes you more militant. You know what I mean? Like well, I've been invited to too many white kids' birthday parties with some whole wheat cake and shit. And I'm like, yeah, I ooh, never, I never hate had you that people. Experience. That's why I don't nobody like you at school, Leaf. And, <laughs> right. And see, I grew up in a nice neighborhood in Los Angeles, Gardena. But then, it, yay, hey, yeah, it's cute in the daytime. Members. In the daytime, at nighttime, it was a lot of gunshots and helicopters running around, mm -hmm. and the Crips and the Bloods was fighting outside. And he was like, "Okay, I'm just gonna stay in and watch Bill Cosby." That turned out to be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever yeah. notice on that show he was an OBGYN? Yes. Did anybody ever trip yes. off that? He, he looked had, at pussy all day. He looked at pussies all day and gave and out he made drugs all day. Barbecue that shit was creepy as fuck after he got convicted. I was like, oh, Dr. Huxtable. That's fucked up, kind of man. Kind of a weird segment we just went into, didn't Yeah, we? I just had to. Because <laughs> you brought up Bill Cosby, and I just, you know, that struck, that jumped in my it's head. Like, Talking about Bill Cosby is like having sex and then thinking about cheesecake. Or and then you're like, pops. I shouldn't be thinking about cheesecake while I'm having sex with this beautiful person. I've I never should. thought about Bill you Cosby never, after uh. sex, ever. <laughs> cheesecake. I've thought I have. about cheesecake while having sex with someone. I have too. Because cheesecake I don't know is what that sexy. Means. Is it like having a bad dream and you don't nah. know what it means? Cheesecake's a sexy pie, man. But like, cheesecake in the middle of having sex, I don't think that should that's, be appropriate. That's a sexy pie. Like, you finish fucking and you feed her cheesecake. Like, what's up, No, I, It's I, like she you, gotta you get hit the fork with it. Like, you in a commercial, the you hit morning. the fork. Feed like, her. red velvet cake, that's a fucking non-sexy cake. That's like, ugh, that's your no, grandma cake. we're not feeding nobody in the morning. Why you not? should have been gone before the I, sun came up. I don't... <laughs> think that's appropriate for you Some to spend of us a are romantics. You didn't, you didn't bring sleepover clothes. I don't think you should be we sleeping, not sleeping over. I think you should leave when the sun it does that in the sky. <laughs> that's what the sun does. You in just, the sky. You just need some more love leave. in your heart. You're just so I mean, cruel I'm on these saying. bitches. It's like it's, I, I'm tired it's weird to hear a woman be as mean to bitches as I am. It's mama. like, it's just, yo. I went too far. Nah, nah. You, you being yourself. Okay. You don't love these I hoes. feel like it's some baby mamas in here. I don't know. I see Does anybody them. got kids in here? 
Is anybody? No? Well, of course, oh, they're out yeah, on yeah. Saturday night at 1030. Yeah. Of course, these fuckers don't have kids. They don't want to say anything because they don't want to send off an well, alert. Do you guys live in San Francisco? Who lives in San Francisco? Clap your hands if you live in San Francisco. <laughs> See, these people can't afford kids. At all. <laughs> at all. Their kids live in a tent underneath the freeway. It's cheaper that way. I was thinking about doing that. Well, sending your kids to live in a tent? No, sending my kids to live with their mom, and oh. I go live in a tent. Well, I think you should just send the kids to go live in a tent. That's cheaper. You know what? I would, but they would die. No, they wouldn't. Yeah, they'll survive. They have other kids out there to play with. They're stupid. They, yeah, they would They wouldn't insulate the tent under. They'll find they wouldn't, a school. They'll they find wouldn't a get school. the wood pallets and put them up under the tent. They wouldn't know how to start the trash can fire. They would die. They'll learn. There's other kids that'll teach them. My kids are terrible at begging. They don't know how to beg. They just demand shit. Give me food. Like, oh, motherfucker, no. have a finesse. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, no, sir. You know what I mean? That's why I'm glad. These kids don't know how to do shit. I was just kids. telling uh, David back then, my kids don't go outside no more. Um, they, the kids don't go outside. But Who that's went outside? Your fault. No, it's not. It's it really is. not. That's I don't want to go outside because the problem is if they go outside, then somebody got to watch them, and I no. don't want to go the fuck outside. Didn't nobody watch us when we was kids. We went outside, and that's we because were told, our don't parents didn't give a fuck this, about us. Don't leave this fucking corner, and your ass didn't leave the corner. You just was like, you rode your bike almost to the corner. You was like. <laughs> I you get to that last square. Fucking leave the you corner, did that last sidewalk square. You had like, to get ah. off the bike and then turn it around. Can <laughs> you do it? Go over the line. You can't, you can't go <laughs> past that fucking corner, kids, and that's what you did. My kids don't have bikes. See, you not. See. My kids got iPhones and no, iPads and Wi-Fi. That's your fault. Then it's not my fault. Really, it's kind of cool. It's Lock cheaper. Lock their shit up. Lock up the you know computers how much, and the phones and give them a, nah, a skateboard. You know how much money my parents spent on hospital bills for so? me going outside? They're fine. I've spent nothing. Did you die, though? Did you die? I think I did. You did not. I think, I you think, and I grew up with a black mother, so I, if I died, she probably killed me again. Don't you're be so, dying up in here. You can't have you die. Who the fuck told you you could die? That costs more money. That's the more expensive. fuck? I didn't give birth to you for me out here dying and right. shit. Well, who you think gonna pay for this funeral? Nigga? Exactly. Mad at you <laughs> at the funeral. Nobody told you like, to die. Mm -hmm. I told you to go outside and play, not die. <laughs> you went past the corner. That's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> See, you went past. Nobody told your stupid ass to go past the corner. If you would have missed what it, I'm saying. your ass wouldn't have died. Kids Stay are stupid. Stay your ass on the other side of the corner and you'll be fucking all kids right. Kids are stupid. That's oh why. Oh, my God. That's, I can't. I, kids, like, I don't like when people compare dogs to kids, though. Okay, here we go. I don't like. Who, has, who out go. here calls dogs their dogs fur babies? Who calls themselves dog, dog parents? Yes. You're not, because right you can't treat, no. Here's the, the yeah. only thing that kids and dogs have in common is they both need shots. Oh That's about it. Because if I get sick of my dog tearing up my couch, I could walk to this park right across the street and be like, hey, does anybody want a dog? You can I do really that with can't take care too. of it. And people will be like, oh my God, it's so cute. I'll take your dog. But if I walk out there with my kids, hey, does anybody want these fucking kids? I don't want to feed them anymore. Nobody I'll wants get the police them because they got on kids of their own it's and they the already same. know that kids are fucking The kids will move out. Irritating. The dog won't. The dog will die before the kids move out. Nope, I can appreciate dog the dog. At least, at least the dog has the decency to die before I do. That's well, what I can appreciate. Listen, you know what? All I'm saying is, ladies, fuck with me. I'll never get you pregnant. I just, <laughs> I, you know, and I promise my dick is clean. It's in the dishwasher on Spin Cycle. I just wanted to put that out there before anybody gets any kind of confusion on what's going on today. That I'm, yeah. I'm currently single and the only date I can find is a guy. So, <laughs> then the so, problem might be you. Well, I don't know. You know just, it could be. I Maybe I should start feeding them breakfast. I ladies, my dick is in my pants right now. We can meet in the back. So yeah, don't worry. It's going to take this. too long. Listen, you guys have been amazing. Thank you. Tammy T. Right. Chris Riggin. Oh, jeez. Oh, I love that when we come in both of the sighs that we're like sharing the same easy chair. It's like, oh. oh my bones. My bones. Need to rest my bones here. Gotta rest my bones, baby. What? You know, Naomi and I are two fussy boys. We are two fussy boys. Yes. So sometimes we just need an easy chair to settle, settle our little butts down. <laughs> you guys. Just like, just like Naomi, Fraser's dad. dad. I was going to say the dad on Fraser. Just I forget like, his name. And we have our own little Eddie, Mabel. Oh, I thought the dad's name was Eddie. You're right. Eddie was the dog. Eddie was the dog. And Mabel is our dog. Mabel's so our we Eddie. Are, we are Frasier. We <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Andy, you are very much an Isles. You are very much an Isles. Mm, what do you mean? 
You are like very mm. particular. You have a schedule. You like are bougie about your foods. I'm always at the opera. You're always at the opera. <laughs> That's all. I mean, like, I'm like I literally cannot pull up an opera. If I, uh, I'm always watching Deflator Mouse. That's an opera, right? What Deflator Mouse? Is that not an, uh, an opera? What about like La Traviata? Mm. Is that an opera? Uh, Madam Butterfly. Is that an opera? Or is that a musical? Honestly, I can't tell you. You guys, as we continue to figure out what an opera is, we're going to go, and we will see you next week. Okay? Bye. Oh, great episode next week. My name is Kimberly Drew. If I've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists, it's that we all have the power to create something beautiful. That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal, and it's time we give them our attention. Listen to Your Attention, Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention, Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history.